Welcome to This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. One verse, one truth, one choice. Hello, and welcome to This One Thing, and welcome to the very first episode of 2022. I'm so excited to have you back with me this year, and I'm very, very thrilled and excited to have my dear friend Crystal Wright joining me once again. Hello, Crystal. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Carrie. So we are jumping into the book of Galatians, and you actually picked this week's verse. We're in Galatians chapter 1, verse 10, and before we get into the truth and the choice of this verse, I wanted to talk really quickly a little bit about the backstory of this book. It's believed that Galatians was one of the first books that Paul wrote, and Paul was on missionary journeys when he wrote this book, so he had helped to establish the church in Galatia, which is now central Turkey, and he was off visiting and building other churches when he got word that the Judaizers had infiltrated the church, and what the Judaizers believed was that the gospel of grace, the cross of Jesus Christ, everything that he sacrificed, everything that he had done was not enough that they, the Christians at the church in Galatia, also needed to go back to the Mosaic law. They needed to be circumcised. They needed to be under the burden of the law again. And Crystal, Paul is livid. He is like a angry mama bear because somebody's coming after her cubs. And he is really aggressive in his tone. If you compare this to his other writings, there's not a lot of the gracious, eloquent, you know, thankfulness and greetings Mm -hmm. to start this book off. He's just going straight into it. And in verses one through three, he's reestablishing the authority that God has given him. He's saying, I was appointed, I was anointed as an apostle. In other words, God told me what to give you and I gave it to you. This is serious, guys. And then our verse of the week, like I said, is verse 10. But right before verse 10, um, listeners, I really want you to look this up. Verses 6 through 9, he's saying, you know what? I'm shocked. I'm shocked that you so quickly and easily turned away because there's only one message of the good news and you're being fooled. You're being deliberately deceived by people that know better, but they're turning you away because they're preaching a gospel that isn't the gospel at all. He's not shaming them. He is sternly admonishing them. Why? Because he believes they're in danger. So after this warning, and after in verses 8 and 9 specifically, he talks about a curse that comes upon people that are leading the Christians, the church of Galatia, away. He says in verse 10, our verse of the week, obviously I'm not trying to win the approval of people, (laughs) but of God. If pleasing people, people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. And Crystal, I love that you picked this verse to start off the new year because I don't believe that any of us are exempt from the temptation to people please. This is a topic that comes up a lot for me in the counseling office with clients. People regretfully looking at decisions and choices that they've made. And when I ask the question, why do you believe you said that? Or why do you believe you did that? Very often people, men and women will say, well, I wanted to make that person happy or I wanted to emotionally take care of someone. I realize that's people pleasing and isn't people pleasing a trap for all of us. So what Paul is doing is he's setting an example 
And I think it's important that we know the context of this verse. He is basically saying, I'm putting myself on the line here. I'm taking a risk that all of my spiritual children in this church of Galatia, this church that I hope to build for the kingdom of God, that you're all going to turn away and not like me anymore because I'm not just worried about preaching the love and the grace of Jesus. I'm also interested in helping you understand that the truth is solid. It's non-negotiable. And and there aren't many variations of the truth. There is one truth. There is one Jesus. There is one gospel. And there's one good news. And we can't have variations of it. We can't tickle people's ears and, you know, always be focused on making other people happy. Do we speak the truth? Yes, we speak the truth in love. But we can't be people-pleasing. We need the Lord to show us what that looks like. So this is a very intense book. It's very clear that Paul is upset, and he, I think, had been accused of people-pleasing in the past. That's what a lot of scholars believe. So he's coming out saying, obviously, that's not my issue here, (laughs) because I I understand that you're not going to like what I have to say. But the whole book of Galatians is founded on this evil that has infiltrated the church and this legalism, this law that becomes bondage to us, doesn't it? When we're so focused on what we do or we don't do. And Paul is saying, you're free. You're really, really free. So now this yoke of slavery that's being brought back in is not of Jesus. So that is the context of our verse. So Crystal, go ahead and talk to us about what is the truth that you specifically have pulled out of this verse where Paul is saying it's not about people pleasing. That's not the goal. The goal is to be Christ's servant. What is the truth that this verse really highlights for you personally? Yeah, it's definitely, he's making a clear line in the sand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, he's really laying out, it's not the word of man, the thinking of man, man's way of trying to understand God or salvation. We have the word of God the freedom of salvation through Christ and the revelation of God. And he just really quickly separates out those two things. Like you're saying, we're not going to mix those two things in together. We have the purity of the work of God through Jesus Christ for our salvation, or we have all a man's thoughts and ideas. And what stood out to me as I was meditating on it is really thinking about Paul's own personal story and why he's so passionate about this, why he's coming out swinging on this topic. And he comes back to this point over and over throughout this entire book. And I really believe it's because this is his story. Mm -hmm. This is the story of Paul. You talked about him being on the missionary journeys, but prior to that, he was raised in a deep theological teaching of Judaism. And he was good at it, and he was a leader, and he was raised up from the time he was little to know the Old Testament scriptures, to know the Jewish traditions, to really give all of himself to his identity as a spiritually Jewish man. And so that was his whole life. That's what he knew. That was his relationships. It was his social life. It was his spiritual life. It was his cultural identity. And he violently opposed Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And not figuratively, he he violently was against Jesus and the followers of Jesus Christ. And so what happens is he has this supernatural encounter where Jesus comes and reveals himself to Paul. 
And when that encounter happens, you just see all of Paul's old life, old way of thinking, everything he held on to, it just begins to crumble in light of the truth of who Jesus really is. And that um, you guys can look up, listeners, you can look up Acts chapter 9 if you want to refresh yourselves on the story of how Jesus comes, comes to Paul in a vision. And so Paul knows what it is to be trapped into the religion and the performance and the working for your own salvation. And now he's been literally in a supernatural way freed through the person of Jesus Christ, through the understanding of the grace and freedom that comes through Christ. And so he's he's fighting hard. He's like, no, we're not going back to that. <laughs> we're not letting one little piece of that back into the pure message of what we have in Christ. And so I think that's why he's, like you said, he's not holding the punches on this one. Right. To, them, to him, this is everything that God has set him free from. And, and so he's going to stand firm against any, any false teaching that's going to come back in that would lead people back to really what is bondage to religion, bondage to the law, bondage to working out our own salvation. And he wants them to walk in the freedom. They were introduced to the salvation of Jesus Christ. And he's saying, now that you've experienced that, we're not going to live as though our salvation once again depends on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And... I'm sure all of our listeners like myself are already starting to get convicted as you share that. Like, what is the area of my life that I've radically seen God show up? And I know him in a personal and intimate and deep way because I've experienced him. So not in the same way Saul did on the road to Damascus, which then led him to become Paul. But I have had some very powerful encounters with God. I believe very, very strongly there are certain passages of scripture where I just feel my spirit rise up and I I know that truth so intimately because I've lived through it. And then I can also reflect on the times when I've wanted to, I'm using air quotes here, tone it down a little bit, not blow people out of the water, not be too much, or I don't want to come across too judgmental because... We need to be sensitive to people that agree differently. But I'd love Paul's example here. And I feel like we all need to take note and we need to allow the Holy Spirit to ruminate the truth of this verse in our hearts. Where are we passionate? And maybe seeing the temptation in our lives to tone things down so the truth is more palatable. Because <laughs> I, I know for me, it's the people closest to me that I'm most concerned that I would become a people pleaser, right? It's my friends. It's my family. I I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So it would be easy for me instead of speaking the truth. You're a dear friend of mine, Crystal. I am not exempt from the temptation just to tell you what I want you to hear so that you feel good about yourself. That's easier (laughs) for me, right? I want you to be happy. I want to encourage you. So it would be a temptation for me to say something to make you feel better, even if I needed to speak the truth. So none of us are exempt from this, but I'd love that you highlighted that Paul had this area as a passion. And I think as we move into what choice can we make, first starting with where has God powerfully intersected his spirit into my life? Where have I really experienced the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead? And where is the enemy trying to convince me to be a people pleaser? We need to first identify those areas if we're going to make a choice in the next coming minutes, 
Where, where am I tempted in my life today to be a people pleaser? And so I'm going first and I'm saying it's probably with my husband. It's probably with the people closest to me in my life where I just want to keep the peace sometime. I just want everybody to feel so loved. And I think in this culture that we're all in, we, we want so badly to be encouraging. This is an important reminder that the most encouraging thing that we can give is the truth. It needs to be delivered in love, but it needs to be spoken. The truth needs to be spoken. Always the truth of God's word is paramount and it's always the authority So I have to be able to identify, as you do, as all of our listeners, where am I most susceptible to being a people pleaser? Because like you said, the line has been drawn in the sand. And in this verse, we get to to choose. We're moving into the choice in just a moment. But the choice is, are you a servant, which is a possession, a slave in the most positive possible way of (laughs) Jesus Christ? You're either a servant of Jesus Christ or you're a people pleaser that's uncomfortable that that's I mean that's a little bit black and white (laughs) there's there's not a lot of gray in that choice so go ahead Crystal slide us now into the choice that you want to make that you want our you want to encourage our listeners to make based on this truth that you've drawn out that this passion this ability to speak the truth instead of being a people pleaser was born out of Paul's own story how might you and I and our listeners make a choice in the coming week based on the truth of this verse? No, I think the choice starts with coming out of denial ourselves. And you've already started to touch on this, but Paul's kind of laying to rest any false fantasies we might have that we're somehow going to walk out our faith without it ever being tried, without it ever being um, tempted, without there ever being distractions or someone coming in that might want to influence us. (laughs) And Paul knew that and he allowed himself his old identity to be literally put to death and he entered into the later years of his life immense amount of suffering and he was willing to walk that out because what he received through Christ was so much greater so he he very clearly understood that all of us are going to face distractions and things coming in that are going to want to take away from the true message of Jesus and our true calling to follow the Lord first and to serve him. So I think our choice has to start with we got to we got to get out of a place of denial because mm-hmm. <laughs> if we want to just kind of go along like oh we're not susceptible to that I think that's when we're probably the most susceptible. So I think just having the awareness to start with and then you know I think that temptation is to think about, oh, we've got to be on guard then against every person or every bad influence. And yes, there's some truth to that. We are to be discerning, but I think that's the second best choice. I think the first best choice that we have that really protects us from becoming pleasers of men is to really, really turn our hearts and focus in on the salvation, the grace, and the freedom we've received through Jesus. And how is that playing itself out in our life? Because if that is what we are focused on, if that's what we are meditating in, if that's where our gratitude is coming from, we are going to more naturally live out in a very genuine, holistic way, our lives in a way that pleases God 
and isn't concerned about pleasing men because that's such a beautiful gift that we've been given. It's just going to flow out of us. And Mm -hmm. so I would say really, and you've said this, so I'm kind of repeating um, what you've said, but to really hold fast and to meditate on your salvation story, on my salvation story, when I look at how God has, the places where God has most deeply forgiven and set me free, and I don't lose hold of that, and I make my life oriented around the grace and the freedom and the forgiveness he's given me, I think I'm going to more easily walk in freedom from needing to please other people. So that mm. that would be my encouragement mm. for all of us to hold fast to. Mm, so good and so clearly stated. So there's no guessing what the choice is. It's right there. And if we are focused on other people, if we're focused on ourselves, it will be easier to operate in people pleaser mode. But if we're focused on Jesus, if we're focused on how his truth has impacted our lives, then the people pleasing is naturally going to fade away. That is not going to be the priority. It's not going to be the same handle that the enemy has to use against us. So I really love this as a kickoff to the new year, Crystal, because I think all of us, as we're asking the Lord, show me where I'm tempted to be a people pleaser. As we give those relationships, those difficult situations where we tend to want to tone the truth down a little bit, I think it's helpful to remember there's always been a war against the truth. You know, even when Paul's writing this letter to the church at Galatia, there had already been, you know, so many divisions. There had already been so much, even if you look at the Old Testament, there's always been challenges to God's word and the authority of of God's word, the authority of the Torah. I mean, it's always been part of history. And so as we are standing firm as believers, spirit-filled believers, saying, I'm holding fast to the inerrancy and the completeness of the word of God, there will be challenges to that. There will be a lot of situations where it's easy to go into people-pleasing mode. So your suggestion, the choice you're setting out there is so clear, it's so simple. Instead of walking into a situation where somebody's challenging us or we're feeling challenged whether or not they are <laughs> instead of focusing on oh i want to say something to make this person happy right now holding fast to the truth because this truth is what has changed and transformed my life you know i always say you can argue with my theology you can argue with my doctrine but you know what you can't argue with crystal you can't argue with my story You can't argue with the fact that I was in the darkness and God, through the power of his spirit, through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, brought me into the light. That is not up for debate. You can't tell me that the transformation that I have had didn't happen because it did. It's real. And I had operated in so much death for so many years that I was spiritually brought back to life. And that is the power of what you're saying. Paul's example walking on the road to Damascus and having that powerful conversion might not look exactly like your conversion or the conversion of our listeners, but it's still the, the really solid foundation that we need to hold on to when we are saying, I am not going to operate in people pleasing. I'm going to operate as a true bond servant of, G- of Jesus Christ in 2022. That is going to be my focus. Why? Because that is where I'm free. That's what freedom looks like. That's the why. We're not moving out of people pleasing to cause more drama and more conflict in our lives. We're moving out of people pleasing because that is the the full message of the book of Galatians. And we're going to get to that in the coming weeks. 
what is the entire message of the book of Galatians wrapped up in? It's true freedom in Christ. We're just getting into the the puddle here. We're just putting one <laughs> foot in. And this is the kickoff to this whole concept of freedom. It's moving out of people pleasing. It's moving into, we will be Christ's servant. There's only one gospel. There's only one way. There's only one truth. And it's all wrapped up in the person of Jesus Christ. So Crystal, if you would, I'd love to spend next week in Galatians chapter two, verse 21. Would you come back so we can dive in that together? Absolutely. Wonderful. And I'd love it if you would close us in prayer tonight. Just go ahead and ask God to help us to stay away from people pleasing, focus on him, what he's done in and through our lives so that, so that in this year of 2022, we can truly walk and run and thrive as servants of Jesus Christ, pleasing only him and not worrying about pleasing people or pleasing the world. Well, Father, your word is so clear. And for that, I'm grateful. And Lord, we need your mercy We need your protection and we need your help in order to live out what you've laid before us. We can't do this on our own as much as our hearts would want to. Um, We're not strong enough on our own to stop ever people pleasing or to always um, do everything just for your glory. But with your help, Lord, with your grace, with your mercy, um, through your Holy Spirit, we know, Lord, that you draw us into close fellowship with you and you you do free us, Lord. You do give us freedom from our own false thinking and also from the need and the, uh, to please others and, and the fear that sometimes comes with not wanting to, to be the only one standing in the truth, Lord. And so we do. I just ask for your mercy and, and your grace to be honest. This is a big calling that you've called us to, um, but it's sacred, Lord. And we are your children and we do want to be your servants. Thank you so much for the love that you've demonstrated to us through Jesus. Thank you so much for your Holy Spirit. We love you and we trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. Find all our episodes by clicking the podcast link located on our website at fetterfree.org.